News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. One in three preteen boys, those are boys aged eight to 12, are playing over 18s online games and are more likely to be exposed to violent imagery and harmful content, including sexual content. And that is according to new figures published today in CyberSafe's Kids Annual Report. And uh, CEO of CyberSafe Kids, Alex Cooney, had this to say. Our report this year is focused mainly on the level of access that children in primary schools have to the online world, and it really is significant. So we found that 95% of the children that we surveyed, and this was 4,500 children, had their own smart device. Uh, So that's tablets, games consoles, and of course the smartphones. We also found that 87% of them had their own social media or instant messaging account, and that is despite minimum age restrictions of 13 on all of the most popular sites. Um, and this, both of those numbers are an, in, an increase on last year. So last year it was 93% and 84% respectively. Uh, we were also highlighting the fact that children can be exposed to harmful content in the online environments, uh, especially if they are not being monitored. Uh, so we, we found that uh, whilst overall 19% of the children were playing uh, over 18s games, if you break that down by gender, 31%, so almost a third of the boys were playing over 18s games versus only 8% of the girls. So a really significant difference there. And we also found through further analysis that those children who were playing over 18s games were more likely to be exposed to harmful content and to see things online that they wish they hadn't. Okay, so this is what is happening to our boys currently. And I suspect many parents have their heads in the sands uh, about all of this. And we're joined now by a concerned parent, a concerned mother of a boy who is 13 and has just started secondary school. And I know we're not going to use your name on the show this morning because you yourself in your own family with your own son have had experience of of when these, I suppose, gaming rooms and chat rooms and games go wrong for 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 young kids. Good morning to you. Can you tell us what happened with with relation to your own son? For sure. Yeah. Good morning, Kira. Um, it was just a couple of weeks ago as uh, my child and so many others were getting ready to start secondary school, and he was part of a Snapchat group comprising uh, a number of kids from different primary schools in the area who were all getting ready to to meet and, and go together into first year. Um, Snapchat group, he did not have permission to go on. So again, this is back to parents being really vigilant and being clear around the, the terms and conditions of using a phone. Um, but nevertheless, he was in the group and one day he came to me um, in fear. Like that is the only word I can use to describe it, completely distraught and distressed as the result of a conversation within that group that had gone from already not okay, um, you know, whereby children were telling children really hurtful comments and statements, including telling one child to go kill themselves. When my son stepped in to defend that other child and these other group of kids just rounded on him. And it went from mild, but still really offensive, to horrifically abusive and threatening in a matter of seconds. And um, I, I still can't quite believe the level of vitriol and the relentless attack that these children were using um, against each other. L- language so bad, Kira, 
that as much as I want to share it with you now to just really make the point, it is so graphic and so offensive, so, so, so physically and sexually threatening that even you and I now as adults on, on air speaking to other adults, I can't say it out loud. Yeah, uh, threats of sexual violence, threats of physical violence. Uh, this is among 12-year-old and 13-year-old boys. I mean, it, it, I've read the transcript, so so I, I know what we're talking about, but it, it would it would most definitely shock um, parents. Uh, we're sorry, we're, we're in trouble here, aren't we? Not, not, not just boys, Kira. That was a mixed group. So it was boys and girls. Okay. And both of them were... Um, using that language and making that level of threat. So, yeah, it was not just the boys. Pretty horrific stuff. I, I suspect that that we've seen this as adults on social media, that, that the normal rules of social interaction don't apply. So when somebody has an argument or a disagreement with somebody, they, they you know, they go straight for full throttle abuse quite often. And we're seeing that probably mirrored now, it would appear, in children's groups as well. But as children, first of all, I'm sure they're much less able to cope with it, but also perhaps much less aware of the impact of, of these hurtful comments. How did you react to it? I mean, first of all, in, in total shock. And as you can imagine, my immediate response was to grab my child and hold him and reassure him and, and take away the phone. And, and then took a pause to go and speak with his dad to work out how we were we were going to you know, support him and sort this out. And we started off with suggesting that he write an apology for something he had written that had, you know, was was irresponsible and unacceptable in itself, but nothing by compared to what came at him yeah. um, from this group of children. So he did that and they were just unforgiving and then relentless, like these children wanted blood. You know, they were just yeah. on a roll. And I think that in and of itself is an indicator of how the abnormal had become normal. Like for these children sitting at home, quite possibly with their parents or carers in the house at the same time, like it was eight o'clock on a Thursday evening. They could have been in their rooms, on the sofa, in the kitchen, who knows? And yet they were writing all of these things as if it was standard, like yeah. business as usual. And so obviously we, we, we protected him first. Then they were having none of it. I then wrote a message so that they knew there was now an adult in the room, for want of a better word. Yeah. And it was not to be, uh, it was not to continue. And I was going to take action. And I told them that I was going to go to the school and that I would, I would meet with them and their parents to put an end to this. It was unacceptable. And how, some of them, how did that fly within the group? Well, interesting, like some of them amazingly melted away, yeah, right? Suddenly they were not as brave. Um, but others didn't and others continued and, and actually started to challenge me and started to use really offensive language at me and calling me out. So I don't engage with that type of behaviour. So I shut it down um, as in with another message and told them that I had screenshotted the conversation and that I was going to be taking immediate action because I did not take threats to my child uh, lightly. Yeah. And so obviously we came off the group out of Snapchat itself and then the phone was put away not as a direct consequence to my child like not as the standard not punishment, as a punishment that we're no. so quick as a, to go to as a, safety as a protection net, yeah. measure safety measure because I, I didn't want anything else and, coming in and to him just lastly and obviously I, I know you went to the school and and, and, mm. and and you know they did what what they can do I suppose how was your boy after all of this he must have been shook 
oh, like beyond shook, like very distressed, very worried, you know, had had that awful bit of shame to go with it because he knew that he had written stuff himself that he shouldn't have and needed to accept that and then move, you know, and then not let not stay in that space, still be able to look at it in the context of everything yeah. else and and needed the reassurance. And what I'm so proud of him for, and I'm so grateful to for two things. One is that he came and told me, yeah, like that he came Absolutely. and told me so then I could actually step in and we could step in as his parents and take action. But the second thing is, Kira, you talked about the school and that they did what they could. They did more than what they could. So I, I cannot say this strongly enough. The school's response, which was to a parent of a child that had technically not quite yet started at the school about an incident that had happened within a Snapchat group, again, of children that technically hadn't started yeah, at the school, the school and that was not endorsed, could have. And unfortunately, Alex will tell you, other schools have done that whole, sorry, not in my time, not my problem. Yeah. But this school, and I wish I could name them. No, no, that's fair. Give them credit, but I can't. Look, they were amazing. They stepped in. They, re re and they that were is, reassuring that and they took immediate action. Great to hear. And look, thank you very much for highlighting that with us this morning. Um, and obviously, we're not going to name the school or yourself or, or, or your son. And that's why we haven't used any names in this. If you have been affected by what you've heard in, in that piece, the Samaritans is the phone line is 116123 or child line is 1800 666 That puts the fear of God into me because I don't think any of us who have children of this age that our children will be able to, to cope with being uh, the kind of language and being the awful things that I don't want to repeat either that were said within yeah. that group just to, to young kids. It's um, chilling. It's if you chilling. see how adults behave online, kids are, are, are doing it too and, and worse. We need to get to grips with this problem, uh, Shane. We really, really do. Done. Uh, let us know what you think. 52106 at a cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.